Well, hello, 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 and welcome, welcome, welcome to another episode of the Zero Hours with me, Mikey Brown, here at the upper level of the TZH compound this evening. Uh, this is going to be the first session of four because I've slacked and gotten behind and I got a lot to say, and instead of having a four-hour episode... I said, well, I'll break it down into four easy-to-digest sessions. I have my cohorts with me today, the Fur Babies. You know their name if you've listened to me at all. You know all the names. But I'll just say there are quick names. you got Gypsy, you got Snickers, and you've got Skippy. And they are here with me on the upper level this evening. So, being from Ohio, I'm going to start with the votes that happened on Tuesday. And we had two major issues here in the state of Ohio. They were issue one, which was the abortion issue. And issue two was the legal legalization of marijuana for recreational use. I was against issue one because I am pro-life. And uh, it was four, four issue two because I don't care about some people smoking some weed. That's the least of my worries. Uh, I'd rather have weed than fentanyl any day of the week. Uh, a lot of times weed people are more mellow than beer drinkers like myself. And I might be inclined to try edibles at some point or something. If they work for what they say they do. Now... The only problem I had with issue two was all the people spouting about how it's they other some people see it as a drug and other people see it as medicine. And then they showed pictures of the pills and they said, I see this as a drug when other people see it as medicine. But the leaf, the pot leaf, of course, said, I see this as a as a medicine and you see it as a drug. I'm going to call bullshit on that because unless, and I'm sure there's a percentage, but I don't know what that percentage might be. Most people do not use marijuana to ease pain of some sort, some chronic condition like my arthritis or, or my titanium hip here that causes me all kind of grief in my joints and shit. Now, if you're doing that, that's cool. I mean, that's what it's designed for. It's a, it's a, you know, not a man-made thing. It's a grow it in the ground, use for medicinal purposes. I, I'm all good about that. And I'm okay with using it recreation. Like, you want to get a little bit buzzed and, you know, chill out and eat some Doritos and shit? Hey, I got no problem with any of that. But I don't like it when they come to the hard edge and say, this is medicine for us. You're not using it as medicine. You're using it to get stoned. Just be honest. If you want to use it to get stoned, that's great and fine and dandy. I have no issue with it. I've done it in the past. But don't try to bullshit everybody, and including me, into saying we, we look at it strictly as a medicine because guess what? You fucking don't. You're using it to get stoned and whatnot. And that's, like I said, I wouldn't have voted. I voted yes on that because I see no problem with weed. But just don't bullshit a bullshitter here. I mean, come on, man. If you got chronic conditions, sure, but you've probably already had a medical card if you had something wrong with you. This is for recreational use, which I still voted yes. It's not like I'm a stuffy old, you know, conservative evangelistic Republican or anything like that. I voted yes on two, and it passed. And on May, December 7th, you're going to probably see a lot of uh, happy people in Ohio. But then I've seen other comments on SU2 that you're talking about how, how they can't wait to walk down the street smoking a bowl and all this stuff. It's like, why? Why, why do you feel the need to, to have to do that shit? You can't walk down the street in most places unless you've got a Dora exception for like cities. Like Sydney's got one. Bell Fountain over there has one. I'm sure other places have these Doras where you can walk within the city block and these certain cups and cops don't get you for open container and blah, blah, blah. So to me, if you're walking around town smoking a bowl, a cop should be able to arrest your ass for having it out 
you know, in public, just like drinking a beer would be. Unless it's considered inside the walls of the Dora that you can have weed all you want. I mean, I, I that's just my personal opinion. I Great, sit at home and, and smoke all the weed you want. Go to a bar and go out to the uh, smoking area. Hit a, hit a fucking one-hitter. I don't care. But just don't brag about how you're going to walk down the street smoking dope all the time. It's like, that, that, that's useless. That's just stupid. You're over, over, uh, overstepping your win here. And just, just take the win graciously and move the fuck along. Now we go to issue one, which passed in the state of Ohio, which I did not vote for. I voted no because I don't feel that as a pro-life person, I will never be okay with aborting up till the last minute, the eighth month, the final hour, whatever. Because in the reasoning behind that, I don't, not only is I, do I my pro-life, of course, but I would have been okay with the, the rape and incest and all that in the very, 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 very beginning of the pregnancy. I say if you get raped or have incest or something, why can't we go to a hospital or something, get the day and morning after pill and, and take care of it then? That way it doesn't have any, uh, it hasn't formed as, a, as any kind of a clump of cells, as they call it. But I, 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 my fear with this issue is that people and the younger people, especially, are using this. They're going to use it as basically as uh, birth control, and uh, you know all the depopulation people are okay with that. But I just I feel like it doesn't it doesn't teach anybody any responsibility when they know they can just abort a baby up to any fucking given minute. And my other problem with it. For me, as a as a man that may have been pregnant, let's say I'm a 20-year-old kid now, going back 35 years in the machine here. I'm a 20-year-old, 21, whatever it is, and I, I have, have sex with my girlfriend. She tells me she's pregnant. I say, well, you know, I, I'd love to have a baby. I, I've always wanted to, to raise children like I did when I was 23 or whatnot. But he has no, he has zero fucking options here. She said, no, I'm going to get an abortion. He can't stop her. And they say, well, it's not his body. They got, but it takes two to tango is my thing. So if he wants to have custody of the baby and you laid down and did the dance, why, why can't you uh, follow through with your end of the bargain and have the baby and let him take, take responsibility for it? Which, and then if he doesn't, and guess what? There's a lot of people waiting to adopt in this country. But people don't care about that because they use it like birth control. And the ones that don't use it like birth control get knocked up so they can have extra money on their EBT card and their Section 8 at the end of the month. Yeah, I'm an asshole about it. So what? But it, it doesn't matter what I say because the libtards won in the state of Ohio. Now, maybe I'm going to be called libtarded for voting yes on number on issue two. Maybe that will be something thrown my way. But I'm okay with some people sitting around and smoking some weed and, and like I said, just chillaxing. I'm not okay with a murder because if somebody comes to me and they start doing their, and my, I don't have a uterus, all this stuff, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give them a simple example. If I'm with, uh, I'm, I see a girl that's pregnant out in public, I just walk up and wallop the side of her stomach with an unborn baby in there. And then she doesn't die, of course. I'm, I'm going to get assault, okay? I, okay, I get an assault charge. What happens if that baby dies? Guess who gets charged with murder? Because she chose to keep it. How do I know, how do I know that she's a seven months pregnant? How do I know in the eighth month she's not going to abort it? She wasn't going to abort that baby anyway. See, it's a fine line. It's a fucked up line, but it's a fine line. And there's arguments till the end of time about both sides of this. I just know that Ohio was kind of shell-shocked by most, on most people's accounts that issue one passed. And along with that, the, the, red, the red states had, took a beating yesterday. We lost governorship in Kentucky. They lost it in Virginia. I mean, the Republican national chairwoman's getting called her head. They had the debate last night. I didn't watch it, uh, but I watched clips today and, the, and this morning. Um, this Rona McDaniel, whatever her name is, 
they're calling for her head to roll because they we've lost every major election on the Republican side, which, you know, I, I still have to vote Republican because it's just the way I, I can't see an independent pulling me into the independence unless 45 goes there. But, you know, they're calling for her head because we have lost every major election since 2018, basically. So there's something she's not doing, in their mind, not doing correctly, which, hey, whatever. You have to, like Kevin McCarthy felt the fucking brunt of it because he was the man, right? This bitch got to take the heat. She's the chairwoman of the Republican, Republican National Convention. She has to take the heat when we lose. That's just the way it is. So they're calling for her head, so we'll see what happens with uh, Rona, whatever the hell her name is. So that's the great state of Ohio. We had the issues fucked up. Now, I'm going to get in a little bit to the witch hunt, which everybody knows that knows me knows what I'm talking about with the witch hunt. This Letitia James piece of shit work, whatever you want to call her, aspiring uh, political wannabe, wannabe. She's uh, been, been on there every day getting her little... 15 minutes of fame coming out to the podium and blah, blah. So we got to put up with this hideous looking bitch and listen to her spew her hate and prejudice and bigotry, whatever you guys want to call it. It's race baiting. It's bullshit. Call it what you think you can call it, but I'm telling you the truth. It's race baiting bullshit. And it's a witch hunt. And then you get, we do get the luxury of seeing the Don's fine looking very fine looking, but very uh, cock strong, hard ass lawyer he's got. This Abadonna or whatever the hell her name is. I don't. I don't get the names on all these people right. But so that's where you know it's all a political theater kind of thing. And then you got this judge who looks like you know Bernie Sanders if he was gay. I mean that's what this guy reminds me of. A flaming Bernie, I call him. Flaming Bernie Sanders, fucking guy. It was, it, you know, and then it's even come out. I mean, it, we knew he was anti-Trump. And, of course, he ain't going to say that. But his wife was caught with all these posts on her social media about they had a picture of Trump being bald and, and slumped in an orange jumpsuit and somebody spray painting on the side of a wall, fuck Trump. So it's like, yeah, we're getting a real fair trial. He's married to this bitch. Like, that has no uh, leverage into what he thinks at all. But as this judge has gag ordered Trump from the get go, he's done, you know, just interrupts him in court, so he's not going to live. He don't care what he has to say. It's like that's the whole reason you're there, fucked hard, is to listen to what people have to say and make an unbiased decision on that. But you're not going to do that. I mean, this guy the other day, he finally he finally snapped. He he showed his true bias. And just by he was just barking at the Trump's attorney, denying he had any clue about a complaint about his his clerk. The clerk said that, 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 that this clerk was accused of violating judicial law with her excessive donations to Democrats. Well, he he didn't know anything about that. Yeah, bullshit. Come on, man. He's made aware of that on multiple occasions. He's just blatantly lying about it. How corrupt him and his fucking crew are there. I mean, he's then he goes to to compensate himself, kind of like piss pants with Zelensky. He's been issuing these gag orders. He accused uh, he's accusing Trump of misogyny. He, he's threatened him with jail time. It's like, come on, man. It's a civil fucking trial for one. I mean. He, he just come across his, his, his response to the evidence of this clerk was just another gag order threat for Trump. That's his only recourse. He thinks, oh, I can just gag order him all day. Yeah, nice job protecting our First Amendment, you fucking queer bait motherfucker. Just a piece of shit. Now, Trump's legal team, is, has, is, I know they're talked about calling for a mistrial. And I think it's the only logical conclusion that you can come up with is that this whole thing's a fucking sham. It's been a scam, a hoax, everything else you want to call it. Not a fair trial. Goes against everything we stand for. 
in the judicial system as a country. You know, I, I personally want to see a mistrial, and I'd like to see Letitia James and this Judge, Judge Engoron fucking investigate it. Be the, it. It would be the only way to properly and logically end this fucking circus we have in the New York court. That's just my personal opinion. And then we had, you know, the debates in, uh, I think it was Miami last night. And the lady that was commentating got her ass ripped by <laughs> Ramaswamy, said we should, be ha- we should have uh, Tucker Carlson, we should have Elon Musk, we should have, you know, blah, 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 doing these. But we have you biased, you know, people that should be working for CNN. I mean, he went off. I'd seen that this morning. But then she had to turn around a few times and tell the crowd to quit chanting for Trump because that's what they were doing. And we all know Trump's got... Everybody said he should be here to to tell us why he didn't... The Sanctus, Sanctimonious, which I still think the Sanctus has got to be the best out of the rest. I mean, that Vivek, I still don't trust him. I don't know why, I just don't. I don't really trust the Sanctus either. I sure as hell don't want Nikki Haley. And, that, and, and, and FUPA's got no fucking shot. FUPA's at 1.5%. And uh, he thinks he's something. Him and that Asa Gunderson or whatever, Hutchinson, whatever the fuck his name. Those guys needed to step the fuck back off the stage and go back to their little, wherever they, whatever state. I knew Christie's New Jersey, but Whatever. But they had to keep telling him not to keep chanting Trump. And he had a rally across town that probably was more watched than the debates last night. I don't know. And I you know I hate to go all in on Trump because that makes it so easy for the Dems to just keep fucking on with this witch hunt bullshit they got going on. But, you know, what else, what else do we got that we can do here? We, we got the only guy that can really do anything. And we have the rest. Now, you know, even Zelensky over there in the Ukraine, he's even said, kids. Uh, see, they get rambunctious at times. It's very rare that you hear that. But <laughs> and sorry. Sorry. Anyway. Um, yeah. Where was I at? Oh, where he was saying he could go to the Ukraine and he could end this war in one day. Well, of course, Zelensky and his cockiness, he's like, well, Donald Trump wants to come over here. Donald Trump can come over here and see what the hell he can do, basically, is what he was spouting about. And, <laughs> I mean, I'd like to see it. This, this televise it. If you're going to do that, please, for the love of God, televise it. Because that would just be probably higher than, like, the... Uh, Tyson Fury and uh, Ningano fight, which got a piddly amount of fucking views, but I'd say this one would probably get pretty high views, if you ask me. But anyway, uh, speaking of the Ukraine, you know, Piss Pants, his buddy-buddy over there with Sweatpants Jesus, and he announced an additional $425 million military package to the Ukraine. It's just another day, another day, another handout. And, you know, sweatpants over there, he's kind of got it made. And he, he was on TV begging for money from the United States again. He said, he said oh, give it to us as a loan. Give it to us as... It's like he's trying to drain as much money out of the United States as he can. There's just... I, I don't understand how people can't see that. They're not they're not doing anything apparently because you got Pete Butt Plug, Booty Edge. He's over there right now. He is over there just hanging out, I guess, with <laughs> you know, just fucking hanging out with what man Jesus. And it's like, okay, what are we doing here with this? He's he's in a war zone, but they're sending we're sending our Department of Transportation guy. I, I don't get it. I, I don't understand the whole concept. Because basically, look, he's got this war going on over there, Sweatpant Jesus does. And he's saying, we can't have an election over here. We have a war going on. 
So, yeah, he's canceling the elections. He's already canceled the 11 opposing political parties that wanted to run against him. He just flat out fucking said no. <laughs> no, we're not doing it. And he took all the social media, all the mainstream media, everything, and put it all in his own power. So Zelensky's got the monopoly over there, and he's getting fed all this money from the United States. But he always seems to be either going somewhere or having somebody come to visit him in supposedly this terrible war-torn country that he's in. I don't understand how people can't see that's some bullshit. But they don't. They don't, they don't understand it. It, it. I I can't believe we're funding any of this shit. I don't like the funding of Iran either. You can call me a, I'm not a Palestinian supporter. I'm not a fucking supporter of Israel. Sorry, I'm not sorry. I'm just not. I think it should be America first. That's where I'm at. That's where I'm going to stand. That's where I've always been, really. I mean, I... I don't want to see anybody get killed. I don't want to see any, you know, mass genocide or anti-Semitism and all this shit. But on the same token, I want to be able to, to live here. I want to be able to feed myself, my family, uh, pay my fucking bills. Uh, you know, live an American life should be America first. I always put America first and fucking Zelensky's living the fucking life over there. He's even got some pretty cool-looking new sweatpants and shit. The guy's got it, man. But, you know, the whole thing with this situation in Ukraine is that they've already admitted that the counteroffensive failed against the Russians. <laughs> they already admitted that Ukraine has no path to victory, which I fucking said from the day this shit started, February of 2022. They have no way they're going to win. I mean, you got this John Kirby. Don't know what the, he, he still fucking spouts about it every day. You got Anthony Blinken still going over there visiting. Now he goes to Israel. He goes to Ukraine. He gives money. He gives money. He gives, wherever he goes, he's like a, a walking, talking fucking ATM with this guy. I, I don't understand why, you know, even Ukraine's commander in chief, as said, we can't. We we have no path to victory, but we're giving them another four hundred twenty-five million to fund a war that they cannot fucking win, and they will not fucking win in the Ukraine. Everybody just says that's okay. I guess you know the libtards don't have a problem with. It. Well, they're also they're also distracted now by the the horror horrible atrocities in the in the Gaza Strip, which it is. But they're too busy waving Palestinian flags. See, and the problem I got with Gen Z on that is, is simply you weren't alive during 9-11, most of you. If you were, you barely remember it. Palestinians danced in the fucking streets at the death of Americans. And now you're all, oh, say Palestine. Oh, fuck, man. Do some history. Learn some history. Do some research. Palestinians don't give a fuck about you. You think they're going to... You think they're going to march in the streets of Palestine to save America, free America? If, say, Canada and Mexico decided to, to feel, you know, feel a little bit froggy and jump and leap up here and start fucking with us? We get attacked from China and Russia from the other sides? Do you think Palestine's running to our fucking defense? You're a special kind of stupid. But that's for session two, because I got a whole thing. I think it's session two I'm doing that. So... Yeah, I got the whole Palestine, Palestinian uh, Israeli bullshit is session two. So, still on session one, we're going to talk about some wokeness. And uh, some of this shit should, should surprise me, but it absolutely don't, which is scary in itself. We're going to talk about this, uh, this is a random uh, thing I just happened to see. And I said, where was this in the news? I didn't, I didn't hear this, but here, here it is. It's a wealthy gay couple. <laughs> they raped their adopted kids, not age 9 and 11, 
Two two sons they raped. Now, not not would have made it right if it was women, but these sons, because, you know, they're gay, wealthy. They got it all, right? Then they had just handed them over after they raped them. They just handed them over to other clients to say, yeah, you fuck them for a while. Yeah, well, now you don't want to, you. How about you fuck the other one then? Yeah, I mean, this, this is kind of sick, twisted shit. Nonchalantly, this Zachary and William Zulock, they were able to adopt these kids in 2018. Now, 2018, they adopted them. Despite the fact that old Zachary here, fuck boy, had been accused of raping another boy in 2011. And I know people that are waiting and waiting and waiting for adoption. They can't get it, but these because these fucking faggot here, faggots here are wealthy. This fucking pedophile gets a gets a freebie. He gets two freebies put in his house because he's got money. Even with a fucking conviction of child rape on his fucking record, he gets adopt to adopt two boys. Are you fucking crazy? That's that if that ain't the definition of wokeness, I struggle to know what it is. This should have been, and this is the other thing I said. That, why why am I just now hearing this? This should have been one of the top stories of the year, right? No, it got it got blacked out on total, on mainstream media. It got blacked the fuck out. Sick and twisted shit. I mean, it always seems to get blacked out. All the satanic pedophile stuff that you hear about, it's it's blacked out. The Epstein Epstein flight logs were still supposed to get. We're supposed to have just Lane Maxwell's been saying for what a year now. I got eight names. I'm gonna give no. But you're not cunt because if you were, you would have done gave it. You come out every so often and say that shit to try to appease the people that keep asking for the list. But not all of us are fucking stupid fucking libtards that believe what you say. I trust no one and no thing. That's just how it is. You woke motherfuckers are actually believing she's got something to say. She's got nothing. She's not going to squeal on nothing. She's probably, she's probably in a country club somewhere. Golf, you know, nice golf tea time at 930 with fucking Epstein. That would not surprise me at this point if they're both a lot, not only alive and thriving, but hanging out and having a good time fucking kids somewhere. Wouldn't shock me. And if it shocks you, I mean, I don't know what country you live in because it's been pretty obvious here. This was story was a little, it was, it was not just a little disturbing. It was really fucking disturbing. But this is how we're letting kids in schools slide. I mean, if you watch any kind of videos on, I don't care if it's Rumble, you know, FuckTube, whatever, um, Twitter, X, uh, anything, you'll see, like, students fighting their fucking teachers. It's, like, scary that they, they'll get up in their face, and finally you see some teachers are starting to fight back. But there's always bullies that think, because of the teacher, they can't hit me, they can't hit me. And some of them take it too far. Now, this is in Florida. This is a teenager. He's a big old boy. I mean, he's, a, he's a big kid for 17. He beat a teacher unconscious for taking away his Nintendo. Yeah, it's like a 17-year-old having a temper tantrum over a fucking Nintendo. We got a felony charge against him. He pleaded guilty, which is, okay. This Brendan Deepa could get 30 years in prison for this beating. I mean, and it wasn't, it was on video. It was on, like, the school cameras or whatever. He, he, he gets sentenced in January, and I hope it's the full fucking 30. I really do. Now, this teacher, this Joan Nadich, She's refusing, and I don't fucking blame her. I would not either. She is refusing to help him get a lighter sentence. She hopes the case will kind of open everybody's fucking eyes, which it won't help, but it's great that she thinks that, and she has every right to think that and not help this motherfucker at all. So you don't want to have anybody else to deal with what she's dealing with. 
the fucking injuries, the trauma, you know, probably afraid to teach her class at some point. I mean, <laughs> disruption of everyday life for that teacher is, is going to be forever as long as she's in his classroom because she's, who's the next nut job that's going to, I can't, I got to just say yes to everything they want. I can't, you know, it's, or she might as well go to Oregon. She might as well move from Florida to Oregon because they don't give a fuck about writing, ri- reading, arithmetic up there. They just give a fuck that, uh, you know, you feel good about yourself in Oregon. You don't have to learn anything. Just, you know, be you. Just fucking be, you know, fuck off with this. This kid should get 30 years and hard fucking prison time. I mean, no holds barred, absolute ass-raping prison. And he could say, oh, he's, he's only 17, he's only 17, but, you know, he's a 17-year-old kid, but he's fucking six foot three or some shit. I mean, this dude is huge. And he's beating up a, a woman fucking teacher. You, you get what you ask for, motherfucker. Spend your 30. That's what I'm saying. And schools are getting scarier by the fucking day. Because then you get, you get these some schools that the teachers are, are these green-haired fucking non-binary fucks that are teaching them one day to be a boy, one day to be a girl. And you wonder why our kids are confused growing up. I'd say that's a pretty good indicator of why they would be. We go to Minnesota, <laughs> Libtard Central. You know, we got the East Coast, uh, Libtardia is New York, and we got the West Coast, Libtardia, which I combine California and Oregon now. And then you got Libtard Central, because it's in the middle of the country almost. Minnesota. I'll tell you how much I love them by the last couple episodes. This is Minnetonka, Minnesota. School board candidate Dan Olson says the kids there, they should be able to have identify allies. Identity allies. They need to identify allies. To have conversations, they might not be able to have at home. Basically, if they want to uh, talk about how they're feeling sexuality, they should be able to talk to their teacher and they should be able to help guide them through and make these decisions on just how, you know, they should feel about things and how they should act if they're gay or if they're trans or if they're, you know, fucking furry, whatever. No, that's not what school's for, fucker. Uh, I mean, it used to be for what Oregon says doesn't matter, but that's what school is really for, to teach children. Let the parents... Teach them on morality and values and have the sex talks. You don't need to do it to one of my kids in the second fucking grade. So get off of that shit. And it's not just America anymore. I mean, you know, it never really was, but, you know, you kind of look at it as an American point of view. But we go to the other side of the world. You just say we go to Europe. Europe's got, you know, their own problems, but one of the big things Europe has is wokeness. Because <laughs> here, here, here we go. Now, Scotland, you think of Scotland, do you think of what? I personally think of Scotland. I see red hair, kind of pale skin, kilts, you know, freckled people. That's how I see Scotland. Now, they're 96% white. Well, the first minister of Scotland thinks there are too many white people in charge of Scotland. Hey, moron, did you not hear what I just said? 96% white. Of course, most of the people in Scotland are going to be ran by whites. That's just fucking common sense. But Ireland's just as dumb because when I think of Ireland, I think of the same kind of thing. You know, white people kind of seem to have the most majority in Ireland, I would think. Well, it's 95% white. But the first minister there thinks there's too many white people in charge of Ireland. It's like they're trying to eradicate the white race from being any kind of in charge. 
Even in London. Now, London, England, it's got its share of problems. I mean, because it was actually 86% white at one time. And then the mayor thought there was way too many white people in charge in England. 85% white. Well, now it doesn't matter because it's down to like 36% white. Because they're running from the hills. Because all the Islamic and all the immigrants are coming in and just destroying, making London a fucking shithole. But where do these people get off? You know, saying that, you know, because they're born a different color that they can run the show. And I go by percentages. If I lived in Africa, I would expect that most of the people in charge are going to be black people. If I lived, you know, in uh, Hawaii, the state of Hawaii, I'm going to assume that Hawaiian people are going to run the state for the most part because they're they're Americans, of course, but they're of Hawaiian descent and people of color, whatever you want to call them. So I, I, I would you know, have to say wherever I'm going to adapt to where I need to because it's like uh, the country we're in now is like, what is America, 70% white? So there's a big percentage of white people running the shit, the shit show at this point. But you always hear about the 14% and the 7% saying that they don't, there's not enough people, even in football, you know, there's not enough black head coaches, not enough this and that. You know what? It's, it shouldn't be. Go by the country's population, for God's sakes. I don't understand how you guys think you, you, you should get. Just because there's three or four of you in the whole country, there's too many white people running the show. Get the fuck out of here with that. I mean, I just don't. Don't understand. how if you live in a country that's almost 100% white, you wouldn't expect the white people to run the shit. That's pretty lame if you would think that. You're not too intelligent. Well, we come to America, though. You know, the smart, the woke. They're always, uh, we, we got to put up with the transgenders, the non-binaries, the Furbies, the people that shit in glitter boxes, the, you know, the pansexuals, asexuals. We got a day for this, a day for that. And, uh, not allowed to call them by any derogatory name. We're not allowed to misgender them. We're not. We have to use proper pronouns. All this bullshit we deal with in this country, and it's to the point now where if you're a Christian, a Christian nationalist, you know, like a just say the nation of we're a nation of Christians. I would think. I think we have a Christian nation. Put it that way. It, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe it's fluttered in the past few years, but. They're trying to say now that Christian nationalism, along with the great, you know, people like me, the MAGA supporters, they're actually saying in in woke world that we're a bigger threat to America than Hamas could ever be. So we're not only be told we're a, a terrorist group again, but we're also being told we're worse terrorists and people that paraglide into a rock concert or a music festival and just start killing people and beheading babies and all this and wonder why their country gets fucked back up because of Fafo. They fucked around. They found out that Israel's not playing their shit. But everybody's on the side of Palestine. Oh, they've been in an open-air prison over there in Palestine. Shut the fuck up. But like I said, that is session two. But I'm saying, even turkey fucking neck, rhino bastard cock, Mitch McConnell, he's even going against the new Speaker of the House already. You just lost the governorship in your state, fuckweed, because he was tied to you. Everybody said, oh, this Cameron, he lost to that dickhead Bashir or whatever. He lost to him because of his... Ties to Trump. No, he actually gained 28 points. Thank you very fucking much. From where he was to where he ended up. But his ties to turkey neck fucking rhino McConnell cost him the governorship of 
well, it used to be a red state. And then it became a blue state with this Shears. They wanted him. I thought everybody would want him out. You know, but it's like the, the libtards are taking over. The blue wave is coming. We, we got to fucking do something here, folks. But old Turkey Necks, he's pushing, he's pushing back against the Speaker of the House, you know, the Mike Johnson now. And he's calling the MAGA people lunatics. Says it isn't it working. This whole MAGA thing isn't working. It isn't working right. Fuck you, man. Fuck you, you dickhead son of a bitch. How could you take a beautiful, you know, usually non-confrontational state, such as Kentucky, and just fuck it all up, Mitch? You're a piece of fucking shit. When you were zoning out and, and uh, they said, oh, you might not have much longer, I secretly said yes. Fuck yes. Get, get this guy gone. Even though I don't, I don't promote anybody for death. I just want this fucker to retire, take a different profession, jump off the fucking the connecting bridge between Ohio and Kentucky at this point. I don't give a fuck, Mitch. I ain't wishing for your death, but if you die, I ain't going to shed a single fucking tear, I'll tell you that. You woke motherfucking rhino piece of shit. That's what you are. Then we got the sports. This, this, this is really getting aggravating, this, this shit here. You know, I talked about it in the past. We had the Leah Thomas deal, or, you know, Riley Gaines called that motherfucker out, and she got all the flack because they were picking on poor Leah. Oh, poor Leah went from 462nd in the fucking world as a man to number one as a woman. That had no bearing on why they that thing would do that. I don't want, I don't even know. You, know, you don't hear about Leah Thomas anymore because. Other places were in in the swimming ranks are saying, no, you're not swimming as a fucking female. Sorry. I think he probably just gave in. He'll, he'll be back. He'll be back to whatever his name was before John or Joe, whatever the fuck his name was. He won't stay Leo when he finds out his swimming career is over. If he, I'll be shocked. I'll be shocked if you see anything else out of that, that, that guy. Yeah, I said guy. Misgendered you, Leah. Sorry. Not sorry, fucking piece of shit. But that was just the one thing. And we had this Fallon Fox that was the MMA fighter that cracked two fucking, fractured two girls' skulls he was fighting. And he was like, oh, you know, I'm going to take over the women's division. Well, I bet you think he could. And then he got his ass fucking handed to him and fucking kicked by a, a biological female. Haven't heard nothing from Mr. Fox's dumbass. Nope, not a fucking peep out of dumb fuck. Well, here we got a new one. This this is a pretty brutal one. It was a, I don't know if anybody, if you're aware of or familiar with field hockey. Now, not, a, not every school has it. But there was this school that was Swampscott, which I'd never heard of these schools. And there's female teams, and this is Massachusetts now. Males are allowed to play on female teams in Massachusetts because of the Equal Play Act, which Massachusetts, you're, you might as well be joined at the hip with libtard fucking East New York over there. They're pretty fucking embarrassing up there, too. Well, this game was going on, and dude that was playing as a female Hit this, and it's like a pretty solid fucking ball, this field hockey. It's not a puck. It's like a round ball, but it's like almost like a shot put, but it's smaller versions, but I was like a croquet ball or something. And he smacked it with all his might and hit a girl in the mouth and knocked fuck a bunch of her teeth out. It was a pretty horrific fucking video, and you could hear her really... Screaming out in pain, of course, because fuck, you know, that you just got hit by a man in your fucking mouth. That's pretty fucking upsetting. See, sports are segregated by sex because women deserve the physical fairness and safety. That's what I would think. That's why we've had this division in all these years. 
we know man men are physically more built. I mean, they're just stronger, faster. It's the the genetics of a fucking man or a woman. So we you give women their own sports, which has come a long way. You can get just about anything as a woman's sport now. Wrestling, football, you know, along with basketball and everything else it's been. But you're getting more into physical sports, but women against women. That's fucking great. But men who physically harm women, like this Fallon Fox and this fucking person on here, this person in Massachusetts, they steal women's rights to me. They, they steal their accomplishments like Leah Thomas did with Riley Gaines because Riley Gaines would have swept that and she tied him. She tied him in the one, but it's still, they took the pictures with him because he's his story. They've been emboldened here by federal and state policies that are outright abusive to women by letting this Equal Play Act fucking happen. Policies, they, they prioritize a man's sexual identity over the physical safety of the women. They're more, and they're more than sexist. They constitute abuse. I would say that guy and that Fallon Fox should be somewhat, uh, they should be held accountable to be arrested for abuse. Because they know they're men, they're fucking on the field or fighting women. But you can't because of Equal Play Act. I mean, this shit's got to stop some point. Stop. You know, these women have no... They're going to stop having a desire to be in these sports if all they know they're men's is going to run the shit. Because all they have to do is say, I feel like a woman today. That's horse shit. It's a mockery of the Title IX. You know, it really is. We had all this Title IX in, in place for protecting the, our girls on the basis of their sex because they're out and outmatched against men for the most part. I'm not saying there's not some women that can hang with men. I know there is. But they should have their own division to go in. Now, going up to a, it'd be like a boxer that's down a class and they're, they're good with their class. That would be like the women. Now, you go up a step and wait and want to fight a man, I think a woman should be allowed to, to attempt to do that. But I don't think the guy that weighs more should be allowed to come down in the women's division and just start whipping fucking ass. That's kind of how I see it. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm the fucking hypocrite bigot or whatever you want to call me. Maybe so. But I don't believe I am. I think there's more people that think like me than there are that think against me. And that's just, you know, it's the woke shit. It's all the wokeness. And I, I can't, I, we have to get past it as a country. We have to. Or it's just not, everything we love is going to be taken away. You can't, you can't even watch sports now. Because you, you're seeing, was that a man or a woman? Like Brittany Griner, is that, I, I'm almost betting that's a fucking man. Now, if I, if I gave a fuck about basketball, you know, I, I would be like that guy that gave up a million dollars the other day. He said, I'll give up a million dollars of my money to take the best high school team in the country, boys high school basketball, to play a game against the world champion, WNBA champion, Las Vegas Aces. So he'll put a million dollars so these girls could probably make more than they would make normally in their salary with one game. And of course, they're front and back on it. They're like, no, that, you know, we can't do that. We can't do that. Because you'd lose. It's simple because you would lose. And I'm not dogging the W. I don't watch the WNBA, but I'm not even dogging it. But I'm saying when your center in the WNBA is six foot three, six foot four, and you're playing against a high school team that has a six foot 10, 275 pound man, 18 year old kid or whatever as the center. It's not a fair fucking matchup. It's just not. Skill is skill, I get it. But I'm betting on the high school team to win. And I think the, you know, the, his reasoning for doing that was because the WNBA players are screaming about not making the same amount that the NBA players make. You're not creating a fucking thumbnail 
0.1%, maybe 0.0001, maybe, of the revenue that the WNBA brings. Why the fuck do you think you should be getting paid what they're getting paid? You have to adjust to what you're actually, your company's worth X amount of dollars. You're a part of that co that company. So you're only going to get a cut of, if there's eight teams in WNBA, I don't fucking know. Let's say there's 10 girls on each team. That's 80 girls on there, right? And then you got to pay for everything else. But to say the the gross revenue for the girls to split is $800,000. Guess what? You're making $10,000. If it's $8 million, you're making $100,000. But that's all you can make because you shouldn't get it compared to men when they're making all the fucking money with their sport, with their league. And if you're good enough to go play in the, w, in, in the NBA, then go ahead and go. If you can make the team, I'm more than glad to meet you. But then you're going to say, cry foul if Steph Curry or one of these other, Chris Durant or one of these people, decide they want to be a woman and go play in the WNBA, you're not going to have a fucking chance. So stop it with the wokeness shit. That's what I see. Somebody's going to get hurt. This poor girl in Massachusetts fucking got all kind of fucked up. Two girls got their head fractured by fouling fucking faggot Fox. You know, it's bullshit. It's just not fair. I don't care what you identify as. You can identify as whatever you want. Doesn't mean you have to play a sport. Doesn't mean you should get to go in and, and rule the sport because you feel like being a badass. Woke is a joke. Like that, everything woke turns to shit. Those those fucking uh, slogans still hold true. Oh well, anyway, I'm very happy you joined me for session one. This is a four parter, like I said. In session two, we will get into the Palestinian-Israeli conflict. Of course, we'll talk about the bullshit anti-Semitism we got going on here in the country, and we'll go around the world for some immigration reactions and what's going on in the world of illegal immigration or migration, all the good shit. That's all in session two. But for now, always trust and believe in your own conviction. And please, please, for the love of God, stay safe out there. We'll see you next time on another episode of the Zero Hours. Session two, up next. Rest in peace, Chuckles. Peace out.